Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. They don't call Mad Dog Manny for nothing. Talking about Manny Aurora, who visits the Bailey Show podcast a couple times a month. We talk defense, criminal law, right? That's what he does for a living. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Handled litigation in 19 different states. Any questions that you might have for Manny Aurora, you can either shoot it to him personally at his law firm, theaurorralawfirm.com, or you can call our hotline and leave us a voicemail for the next visit from Manny Aurora. Oh, Mad Dog Manny Aurora, 404-369-3825. As a former prosecutor, they at the Aurora Law Firm understand the other side of the case. Top 100 national trial lawyers at the Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law. If you need them, you need to get a hold of them today. TheAuroraLawFirm.com. And again, you got any questions for Mad Dog Manny Aurora, next time he stops in the studio, get a hold of us, PodcastTheBS.com. Look, doing a new kitchen or bath, that's a big undertaking, right? So you want to go to somebody that's like a one-stop shop, like UCI Kitchen and Bath. They've been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. That's what I'm talking about, a one-stop shop. Uh, They provide the installation of whatever you buy. Speaking of, you mentioned the BS, the Bailey Show podcast, and you're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. That's a nice little savings, right? You can visit the Norcross, Georgia showroom location. Let their design team transform your kitchen and bathroom into a beautiful and functional environment to fit your personality. It's just upping your property value. You can get with all the latest trends because they got them right there on the showroom. Servicing all of Georgia and parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. How do you get a hold of them? Very simple. UCIGranite.com. The letters U-C-I, the word granite.com. I love people. All right, all right, all right. The BS presents Let's Talk To. People are strange when you're a stranger. I cannot wait to see who it is. Oh, wait. Oh, I hope it's Frank Sinatra's ghost. Oh. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. It is the most popular television show in America. Paramount Network, Sundays, 8 o'clock. It is my COVID binge-watching infatuation, addiction, if you will. And I'm talking about Yellowstone, of course. Season 5 just came out this uh, past Sunday. I almost want to talk to our guest as his character, Ellis Steele versus John Emmett Tracy. With all respect, sir, your character is badass. <laughs> I mean, it's really, really good. <laughs> How well, are you? thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for saying that. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, starting with the name, right? Ellis Steele. Come oh, on. It, it doesn't get much better than that. And, you know, the, the teaser to set up season five uh, where, you know, you're sitting in there in the office with Jackie Weaver, played by the incredible Caroline Warner, uh, and you notice what I said to my wife at the, at the governor's rally. I said, oh, tsk, Jamie's just not feeling it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you did too, which then sets us up for season five, right? Sure does. I mean, we picked up on that for sure. I think, you know, Ellis Steele came on to Yellowstone in season three. 
and we're now in season five. And I think he has, uh, you know, he and the, and the group Market Equities, the company that uh, he and Caroline work for, I, I think we've started to establish for ourselves that we completely underestimated uh, not just the Dutton family, but the way of life in Montana in general and the people of Montana. And so I think we've learned that, you know, with, with, with greater obstacles, uh, we're going to need greater tactics. And so we're, we're on a different, we're on a different game at this point. And so we're, we're looking for clues like that. And as you saw, anybody who got to watch uh, the premiere event last night saw uh, Ellis Steele noticed a little something there. So I think we're going to, we're going to walk down that road for a little while and see where that takes us. What What is it about either you personally and your acting ability? Because you're actually a theater actor. I mean, you are classically trained. I mean, you're that guy. And it, and it comes across with your... Uh, you know your 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 highfalutin acting your character as far as the character goes with Ellis. So, what is it about Ellis Steele that has kept him around for two seasons? Because all the bad guys usually die at the end of a season. Yeah, um, luck maybe luck. <laughs> but I thank you for saying that, Jason. I yeah. appreciate that. No, it um, you know, I, I mean, right from the start, I, I sort of. You know, when I got this script uh, before I auditioned for, for Yellowstone, I recognized right away a character that sort of learned how to be who he needed to be depending on who he's with. And so the first time you saw Ellis Steele was in season three, episode one. And, you know, you saw him come over the ridge with a bunch of, you know, suits in, uh, on this mountain range. He looked completely out of place. But if you saw him in that scene, he was really friendly with the guys on the horse, Casey and, and Rip. He was like, hey, buddies, how are you? You know, he was really jovial and let's have lunch uh next time you saw him was with chairman rainwater and he he was pretty rough on rainwater in, you know uh, condescending um some have said racist towards him you know it was really kind of a different side of this guy and then you saw him with the governor and he was a straight a student he had all his facts and figures set up in a row so Perhaps it's that he he has learned to adapt to to whoever he's with and whatever's happening, which is again what's happening in season five, right? And the show, you know, it's it's captured I think people's attention because, I, you know, I'm a I'm a buff, like I'm a television buff, I'm a movie buff, but I'm a big character development guy. Even in you know mm-hmm. my radio shows, I I believe and I've always believed that the audience wants a good story for a good character. And this show, without a doubt, has got the best characters uh, that I think I've ever seen in a television show. And that's starting um, with uh, Beth, you know, Beth Dutton. I mean, that character, her, her character is just amazing. So w- what is it about this show and the character development and the writing that you as an actor goes, this is by far over and beyond what I've ever seen? Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more about Beth. What a great character. What a great actor, Kelly, playing her. You know, just a perfect combination of that and Taylor Sheridan's writing. And to answer your question, you know, you sort of said it yourself. It starts with the writing. I'm actually in Fort Worth, Texas right now. We had a huge premiere event this weekend, and it was a weekend-long party, including, you know, red carpets and, 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 and screenings and a couple of parties out at ranches. And I got to tell you something, first of all, cowboys know how to party. I, 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 can, I can tell you that. But, um, you know, we were, we were with Taylor, uh, you know, for the last several days, and this came up. You know, we talked about it. And one of the things that he says, and I think it's, it's, it's I'm going to borrow his answer because it's so well said, 
he writes every character from their own perspective. He doesn't write anybody, even the smallest role and the smallest, you know, character that comes onto the show. They're not there to fill a plot hole or a, you know, a story structure. They're there because they've got something that, that they're, that they're, that they need to do. And I think because Taylor, you know, he's a fantastic writer. He's also an actor. And I think it's easy for him when he's writing Beth to put himself in, in Beth's position or when he's writing Ellis Steele, even he puts himself in the position and he fights for that character's cause. So it's hard to find Taylor choosing sides. You know, he lets everybody get their hits in. So it's a long answer, but I would say, you know, you hit on it in the question. It's, it begins with the writing and uh, we're lucky to, you know, yeah. We're lucky to have writing like this. And a lot of people don't realize this, and I love stories like this with shows that become as big as Yellowstone has become, is that Taylor Sheridan actually sold, tried to sell this, I guess, to HBO some years before, or he did, and it right. just sat on the shelf. And if it weren't for, you know, I forget the uh, person's name, but comes in and says, hey, look, we need to do something with this. Yeah, yeah, I... I I believe, you know, I've, I've heard different stories, but I believe it was David Glasser who came yeah. in and, 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 and they made this thing happen and in a huge way. And John Linson, the Linson brothers, you know, it's, uh, it's funny because you, you do hear stories like this of a, of a story languishing for a little while. And then later it's, it's obvious. It's so clear, you know, uh, we're getting episodes last season with, with 14 million viewers and we're doing these, you know, these spinoff shows are happening, the prequels, and it's kind of like not only a Yellowstone universe, but it's a Taylor Sheridan universe. He's got Tulsa Kings and Mayor of Kingstown. There are so many things happening right now. Um, I don't think anybody can predict, you know, what, the, how that kind of thing is going to happen. But clearly he, he has tapped into something. And I really think it goes back to this idea that, you know, he doesn't write a story, uh, for example, about about Montana, not knowing what he's talking about. I mean, he's a proper cowboy. He's an incredible horse rider cutting, you know, he's, he can do it all. And, and it matters to him, you know? And so if you look at his movies, Sicario, Wind River, Hell or High Water, he, he, he is invested, you know, he has done the research and he's done the time, you know, to kind of know what he's talking about. So you know, I, I guess I've, I've said it already, but it, 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 it comes down to the writing and the fact that it got discovered and now so many people are discovering it. Yeah. And it's, it's not, a, it's a, not a, a cheap, gift. it's not a cheap show either. I mean, the, the money that goes into this show on a weekly basis, just off of horses yes. and cattle alone is way beyond probably any other television show in production right now. Right. I think I think you're I think you're right. Yeah. Absolutely, um, most of it goes to me. I just wanted to point that out. Um, yeah, there's there's some cattle, but they've got to really meet my uh, no uh, no. It is a very expensive show, um, but it's it's not the kind of show where they're sort of spending uh, haphazardly. I mean, it's it's carefully put together, and there is an amazing team of people, you know, working on the production side that that. The, the, the number of details that have to go in, even with, if you look at the number of cast members, you know, the number of characters that they're, they're juggling and the locations and the, as you say, these cattle runs, you know, or these horse runs, like when we see these things, that is days, you know, to get that right and get all the angles and the helicopter shots. And it's, um, it's quite a big production and you know it when you're there, you're just go, this is, this is massive. Mm. And it sort of feels like you're on one of these big movies, which falls in line with what Taylor says. He says, I, I don't make TV. I make a 10 hour movie. Yeah. And, uh, I think it feels like that when you're working on it. 
Yeah, and the idea behind Yellowstone, it's not a true story. The Duttons are not a real family, but the idea from what I read from Taylor Sheridan is to bring attention to, you know, there's places like Montana and Wyoming uh, that that yeah. still are the, you know, the old America, the Wild West. And let's leave it like that versus everybody, you know, they make a big, uh, Kevin Costner's character makes a big deal about this. Well, that's his character in general, but talking about it being California's uh, shiny toy in New York's playground. And that's what Taylor Sheridan's trying to do with this is saying, hey, look, this is beautiful country. Leave it alone and let these people live their lives the way they want to, right? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, if you watch the premiere, I don't want to give spoilers away, but John Dutton says, look, if you're going to come here to make it your home, that's one thing, you know, and and honestly, filming in Montana, I'm not just saying this, the, the, the most welcoming, warm, amazing people, they've been so good to the show, and just individually, one-on-one when you meet people, and I think John Dutton's saying, you know, you come on in if you mean it, and you care about this place, we'll take you in, but if you're just here to, to turn this into your, your weekend getaway, or as you said, your, your play thing, uh, in John Dutton's uh, Montana, you're not welcome anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, you are not welcome anymore. And that, inclu- and that includes my character and, and my company, you know, so. Um, so the season four premiere, not this last premiere, season four, almost, mm-hmm. uh, you had over almost 13 million viewers for that, which right. turned it into the most watched premiere since The Walking Dead season opener in 2017 you've been on with yellowstone since season three and it was already you know popular it was already a thing did you know that before you took the job and when did you realize that it's the biggest thing out there i think i think i (laughs) i read the script i i hadn't yet seen the show i have to tell you um I read the script and i love the character i love the writing immediately um i got the job and I, to answer your question, when I called my family uh, back in the Midwest, I've got family in Chicago and Milwaukee, and I called them and I said, yeah, I'm doing this, uh, you know, this Western, this cowboy show. And they got very serious and hushed reverence and said, you don't mean, you don't mean Yellowstone. I said, oh, yeah, you know what? Ah, you know, they were, they were really, really, you know, shaken by it. And I've done, a, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing this for a while and, yeah. and they're very supportive of me, but I've never seen them react like that to anything. So I kind of knew we were onto something. And of course, you know, when you work on something that Kevin Costner is, you know, is, 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 is the lead on, you know, he's a, he's a real Hollywood legend. Mm-hmm. No question. You know, he's, he's one of the, they don't make him like that anymore, you know? And, and, and he, he, he leads with such, uh, these are overused words, but grace and generosity. He's, he's great to his crew. He treats every actor on set, uh, you know, the same. He's uh, he's just an exemplary person and the leader of a of a of a troop of actors. You know, mm. um, so you, you kind of know you're on something big, especially when he walks on set. I remember having Cole Hauser on for season one, and right. you know, at the time, you know, even I mean, it's not that long ago, but it's that long ago. Like the Paramount app was, you know, these apps. It, it was still all very new. And I remember mm-hmm. having him on and, you know, not seeing any of this. It just come out, not, of course, knowing how big it was. And I feel so bad today because I'm sitting here talking about Dazed and Confused and Goodwill Hunting. And so, you know, hey, Kevin, how's Kevin Costner? Not realizing that his character, Rip, would go down, in my opinion, in history, just like Beth, one of the greatest characters in television history. You know? No question. No question, Jason. I think he's, I mean, he's in the running as 
the yeah. coolest cowboy ever. You know what I mean? Like he's up, he's up there. And I bet, you know, though, when you talk to him, I'm sure he's appreciative. You know, those jobs that he's done were fantastic. I actually worked with him once in the nineties. We've talked about that as we've both been around a while. Um, but he, you know, I think what he'll say, and I don't want to speak for him, but he's been saying it recently, is that in those first couple of seasons, there was a there was a grassroots audience that have been with the show ever since, and they've stayed with the show. Mm-hmm. And he gives a lot of credit to to, to people like that. Um, the rest of us who who were lucky enough to join later, as you say, it was it was starting to catch fire already, and so we got lucky to come in and 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 jump on after the hard work they've all done to to, to establish this thing. I mean, the fight scene when he goes to rescue Beth. And she's, you know, being oh, manhandled. And he gets shot yeah. three times and still throws the guy through the window. I mean, like, it, it just doesn't get much better than that fight scene. It really doesn't. And then, you know, yeah, then, I agree. Three, then three days later, he's back on a horse after getting shot. You know? Well, and, you know, I, I think there's something about unquestioning ride or die loyalty. And Cole plays it so well. And Taylor writes it so well. And, you know, who doesn't want rip in their corner right i mean you don't want rip coming at you though you don't want him on the other side um there have been a couple of great fights you know a couple of great rip fights but but you know the way he is ride or die for beth and for john dutton and he doesn't get the ranch uh his team and if you if you cross him you know um I don't think Ellis wants to bump into him, you know, late at night in a dark alley, that kind of thing, you know. Well, that's my next question is, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling, you know, eventually you will die. Your character will die. And, you know, with these types of shows, that's kind of a badge of honor, how you're going to die. Like, if you think of The Walking Dead, it's like at the end, <laughs> you know, how you die, what was the coolest death? So who would you want to kill you and how do you want to die? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, Ellis Steele. Yeah. You know, um, that's you've really stumped me. That's a great question. I, I, I got to think about that. I mean, who you know. It'd be great. It'd be great if it was a rip or somebody. But uh, you know, the thing about the thing about Ellis, I want to say is, you know, everyone tells me uh, we did this, as I said, big premiere event down here in, in Texas last night, and um, people were saying, "Well, you're the you're the villain. You're the you're you're one of the bad guys." And I, I thought to myself, you know, I, I'm the only guy on this whole show that hasn't murdered multiple people. <laughs> you know, I'm just a lawyer. I'm showing up. I'm doing my work. I'm clocking in. I'm you know earning my paycheck. But. Um, I guess I'm the antagonist. I'm trying to mess with the land. And, and, you know, if I cross paths with rip, who knows a a train station situation, but, uh, you know, let's not, let's not will that into existence. Let's, uh, let's wait and see because, um, you know, we've got some tricks up our sleeve, uh, this season too, that I wish I could share with you, but, uh, so okay. I'll go, to answer your question, I'll go with Rip. Okay. Why not? And ha- what, what could be better? And how do you want to die? Do you want now one of the coolest deaths so far is at the end of season four, the pretty boy that you guys brought in when he throws the rattlesnake in a cooler at him. That was badass. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely amazing. And that was one of those ones where um the crew was all talking about it. You know, they were like, Oh, wait, you know, they'd shot it uh, the morning of, you know, something else we shot and everybody was buzzing about it saying, you're not going to believe how great (laughs) this is going to look. And it did. It looked, it It looked awesome. Even the actors, you know, even Josh Holloway who played that part, you know, that was a, that was a good day. I'm sure everybody likes a good death scene. Okay. So let me give, let me give Ellis a heroic. um, I don't like thinking about this, you know, cause you're always as an actor, you're reading the scripts, you're waiting for, you know, you're going, when when is this going to, um, so I don't want to I don't want to think too much about it, but I'll give him a heroic um, 
you know, fall out of an airplane, kind of a parachute doesn't open kind of thing. Or, or, or maybe, you know, um, maybe he's trying to save, because he's such a nice guy, Ellis, right? You'd agree with me. He's trying to save some children from a, you know, a burning building. No, that's, you're not buying that. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go with the airplane. Okay. So for a horse stampede. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. So get this. It's easier to sue someone if their dog injures your livestock than it is if it injures you. If you're attacked by someone else's dog, you can only recover from the owner if you can show the dog had previously attacked someone or if it was violating a leash law. However, if that dog injures livestock, then you don't have to show anything. Amazing, isn't it? Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. Tired of ants on your countertop while you're cooking? Can't go outside without getting eaten by mosquitoes? Uh, give Inspect All Pest Services a call. They've got everything you need to get rid of all that stuff just mentioned. Whether it's ants, roaches, fleas, or ticks, Inspect All has got you covered. With their year-round pest treatments, live without the worry or hassle of pests. Give Inspect All Pest Services a call today, 770-483-2420. 770-483-2420. Mention the BS Get your first initial service for free. Sometimes it's tough finding the right tree service, like ones that'll give you a call back or ones that'll even show up. Cut and right tree service and more, they're going to do both. They're going to show up and they're going to call you back. 877-828-8846. You can also book online, cuttingright.com, C-U-T-T-I-N-R-I-G-H-T, Com. Female, veteran-owned, located and servicing all around Atlanta. And if you mention the BS, when you call, you get $100 off your job. Experience tree removal who care all about the details. Customer satisfaction guaranteed, 877-828-8846. That's 877-8-CUTTIN. CuttinRight.com. And back to you, Jason. <laughs> From a fan's perspective, would you like to hear where, where I'm coming from from your for your character? Because I think there's yeah, good. Please. I think there's good in your character. You are the only person on the show that could be pro Dutton, even though you're pro market equities. Like you're a businessman, and I think you want to do right by your boss. I can see, you know, depending on how much longer we have with this show, which we'll get to here in a second. I can see there being a beef with you and Jamie Dutton and 
the family finally disowning Jamie, Jamie switching spots with you, uh, Caroline says, I will make you the next governor if you come with me. You know, because Jamie's not really technically there's, you know, John's son, as we all found out. And Ellis gets bumped because Caroline thinks you're the reason that they still haven't gotten the property. So then you go in and maybe even have some type of love attraction with Beth, which then gets you some heat from Rip. How about that? Oh, my goodness, Jason. I mean, come on. This is uh, you, you've got your own uh, storyline going here. You know, the funniest thing about doing shows like this and not, and not being able to say anything is that, uh, you know, this happens a lot. You know, you see, I've had people stop me on the street and say, OK, so what's going to happen? I'm, I'm guessing. And, and, you know, they'll go into one of these stories. And sometimes they'll, 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 they'll dive into, you know, they'll get close, they'll get warm, you know, like getting colder, getting warmer, they'll get close. And sometimes they're, they're, they're way off. I wish I could tell you where you're at uh, on your prediction, but I, I love it. I love the storyline you've come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I can tell you is that uh, the Duttons are tougher than we expected them to be. So we're going to, we're going to come back with something hopefully equally as tough well that, i can say that and that would be uh that would be uh sarah atwood she's yeah she's for sure she's part of that and you you met her you met her last night and you can see what we're talking about with that played by dawn uh olivieri is that right yeah and, and she's great she's i can't wait for people to see what she does this season i mean she she comes in and uh yeah, she's another, you know, and that's the thing about Taylor's writing, you know, he, he, he knows how to write a powerhouse, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who comes in and is a singular person that, that knows what they're doing. He loves a character like that. And, and he's keeps sort of outdoing himself by creating stronger and stronger versions of that. And then he gets these actors in, you know, to, to go to work with Dawn. I've, I've had a lot of time on set with her and, um, it's it's just she's just so much fun to watch work and to and to to bounce things off of when we're doing scenes together. So, yeah, you guys are going to have I, I, I wish I could tell you more. I wish I could share more about that, but it's going to be great. I can get a lot of surprises, uh, a lot of intensity this season. So she actually a Florida girl from what I read. And she did she not play Claire Dutton in the, the prequel series, 1883. Right. So Taylor, she did. Taylor must have said, you know, it's kind of like watching in a, a Law and Order SVU you see them in one season as one character and then they come back and they're a bigger character because you know yeah. they they did they did well and they want to bring them back but you know what's interesting is that i i, I watched 1883 i didn't recognize her when i was introduced to her on set she's so different in this you know and she's playing a completely different type of character with a different look and everything and i mean the minute i mean she's the one who told me she's like well you saw me on 18 i said well, she told me who she was and, and i remember that I don't want to give anything away if you haven't seen it, but I remember that yeah. slap that, yeah. that she delivered. And, and so I leaned back a little, I was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get, <laughs> I, I've already had these intense scenes with Beth last season. And now I've got, uh, you know, another incredible character that I get to, you know, sort of bounce things back and forth with. So watching the premiere in real time, you know, uh, I, I don't know, you know, I just, I just hear you say, or I hear Caroline say, you know, bring in Sarah and and you were like, oof, really? You were like, I'm like, ooh, who is this? This is obviously setting us up for, you know, a WrestleMania match with Beth and Sarah. This is going to be awesome. And so I thought that this is where my mind went before watching the whole thing, is that mm-hmm. when they were having the, the the party at Yellowstone Ranch, and Beth goes out and talks to the the woman 
that is, you know, saying that she's not interested in any cowboys and all that stuff. I was like, oh, that's her. She's going to infiltrate the bunkhouse and she's going to she's going to mm. she's going to kill him from the inside out. Uh, but no, not her. No, not her. That's another cool storyline that that um, I've been reading as that develops, too. And, and that's you're going to enjoy that one, too. No, totally different, totally different plot line. But uh, like all Taylor's writing, it, it all finds a way to kind of come to kind of come together uh, at a certain point. So you're going to see these threads. Uh, it's funny because at, at sometimes as as the story expands, sometimes the plot lines kind of meld together too so yeah no that's a whole different thing but that's gonna be another fun fun roller coaster uh again going back to the premiere there's a lot of very smart uh, what i call brandvertising in this season you know with ram and duluth trading company and i liked the sit down that they had with jimmy and the boys you know when which was a commercial essentially an infomercial for duluth trading but it didn't come across like that which i i appreciate create creative advertising but when i'm watching that something was said uh, about them talking about how much respect that they have for the real cowboys that are on set and i was thinking i'm going you know knowing that i was going to be talking to you john i'm like uh and you know you're a what, chicago guy so you're like is yeah. are you guys intimidated when you go out there like you're the actors you're the stars but these cowboys are like <laughs> they're the stars you're like yeah. these wimps from up these yankees is it intimidating <laughs> is it intimidating to to work with yeah. these guys yeah you know no yeah the answer is yes i mean you, you <laughs> see these guys they're not you know they're not too concerned about you know the camera stuff and the you know it's they're they're real you know and they want to make it real i think always as actors you know i've i've played a lot of doctors and right now i'm playing a, an attorney a litigator and you know sometimes you'll get somebody on set like an expert will come on and and show you how to you know <laughs> pump a chest or you know some kind of a some kind of a you know a technical maneuver and and you're really just wanting to not embarrass yourself around those guys, you know, and, and our actors, you know, the ones who, who play the Cowboys and Cowgirl, they get out there and they go to a, a, you know, a Cowboy boot camp and they learn how to rope and cut and do all that stuff. So, so they're, they're putting in their time, you know, but yes, they're real Cowboys there. I did a movie uh, not too long ago with uh, Trace Atkins, mm -hmm. uh, the talented country singer. And uh, you know, he's a, a real Cowboy at heart too. And, yeah, the whole Hollywood thing wasn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't impress him or excite him too much. He, half the time he'd grab a horse and just go, just go do his thing, you know, and he'd be like, call me when you need me, you know, cause there's a lot of waiting when you make a movie. And uh, I don't think cowboys are used to waiting around. I think they get out there and get their work done. That's great. Uh, I've read that there will be a season six and most likely that would be the end of Yellowstone. I actually appreciate uh, shows that go out on top. Versus, like, again, The Walking Dead, which has just killed itself, um, in my opinion. Is that what you're hearing, too, that there will be at least one more season? You know, it really depends on who you talk to. I, I, I've heard I've heard a lot of different things. You know, there, were, there was always, for years, there was a rumor that uh, it was only intended to be five. I've certainly heard the rumor you're talking about. There were some people last night at the premiere, you know, I want this to go, you know, ten seasons. And, yeah, I, so... I, I, I don't know. Sit down and watch it. I haven't watched a lot of this. I just, you know, moving on, doing the next thing. But we don't miss this show. I watch it. I love it. I get immersed in it. Um, 
until I come on camera and I'm like, oh, wait, me. You know, that takes me out of it a little bit. But um, but I but I would watch this show. I don't know. And it sounds like you're the same way. You know, I, I would keep watching this thing. Yeah, I, I would watch it uh, as long as it continues to do what it's doing, which is absolutely yeah. amazing. So uh, my time is up. I know that I've got to let you go. Uh, I got to tell you, it is without a doubt the best thing that's ever been on television, in my opinion. At Sunday nights, Paramount Network, Yellowstone, uh, John Emmett Tracy, whose character Ella Steele is amazing. Please watch. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck with the show. Thank you so much. Jason, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this and uh, great questions. And uh, it was just really fun to chat with you. So thanks. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for, for, for loving the show and supporting it in this way. And, and to everyone listening and, and, and watching, thank you all. Uh, it means a lot. And it, I don't think the show would, be, would continue to go if people didn't uh, support it the way they do. So thank you, everybody. All right, brother. Take care. Thanks. Good luck. You too. Thank you. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.